Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Some things we never outgrow. I've been drawn to the Muppets for as long as I can remember. Let me tell you a story. It was 45 minutes into my rabbinical school interview, and I was almost starting to feel comfortable in my new suit. The questions the faculty had been asking were challenging, but I thought I stayed in character pretty well. Poised, calm, thoughtful, and, well, rabbinic, or what I thought was rabbinic. Then one of the faculty members asked me if I could share a spiritual teaching that had shaped my life. I paused, thinking furiously. A dozen ethical teachings, sayings, verses from the Torah sped through my head, and I just quickly dismissed each one of them. Too cliche, too esoteric, too someone else. A calm, sure voice inside of me said, you know the answer to this one. Are you sure? I asked it. Won't that seem too silly? You know the answer to this one. I took a deep breath and said, well, some of the greatest spiritual teachers I've had have been Muppets. The faculty looked up from their notes, some with quizzical expressions and some with the hints of a smile. Somehow, at the word Muppet, the tension and the professionalism in the room cracked. And that that feeling that had separated me from my interviewers went away, and something joyful and irreverent bubbled up. Have you ever experienced that? Like if you heard someone on the street whistling the theme song to your favorite childhood television show, and you burst into song, and you get to share a moment of camaraderie with a stranger. Or if your friend's child has just discovered the joys of a slinky, and you gleefully rush to show the child how you can make it slink down the stairs, and then you and all the other grown-ups spend the next half hour in slinky races. Just me? Picture young kids at a playground. Any kid they meet who's roughly their size can be an instant playmate. We still have that capacity within us, even if it's hidden. And sharing in these moments of play and childlike wonder can create an instant bond. For me, one of the things that can always snap me back to that play mode is the Muppets. Be it Sesame Street, The Muppet Show, Fraggle Rock, or any of their dozens of movies. Maybe it's a connection faded in the stars. 
The first dance at my parents' wedding was the Rainbow Connection, and Muppets creator Jim Henson and I share September 24th as a birthday. But I see something more. I see spiritual teachings of great value. A lot of them. In fact, this is a really hard sermon for me to write because there were so many incredible lessons and I couldn't pick. Who knows, maybe this will become a sermon series. What jumped out to me is that the Muppets simultaneously exemplify childlike wonder and wacky irreverence, deep truths, and whimsical ridiculousness. I found that they also offer something I never expected from them, an easy three-step recipe for a healthy spiritual community. The first step is play. They teach us not to take ourselves too seriously. To play, to joke with each other, can create a bond as deep as hours of listening. We know that playfulness can liven up and loosen up a room, and it can build relationships. I know we know this because this is the church where we blow bubbles from the front steps. We have a sassy dance party on Gay Pride Day right up on the chancel, glitter and feather boas aplenty. We brought a real live pony up this aisle on the blessing of the animal service last year. A pony. In a sermon about playfulness in relationships, the blogger JLO wrote that, having fun together is more than an escape from routine. It's a way of communicating some of our deepest values and feelings. They continue, comedian Victor Borga said that laughter is the shortest distance between two people. Plato is supposed to have said that you can learn more about a person in an hour of play than in a lifetime of conversation. This may be an exaggeration, the blogger continues, but it is based on an important truth. Often when we talk, we express ideas. By listening carefully and giving feedback, we can give a very important message. I understand and I care. But by playing with a person, we can communicate a message that goes one level deeper. I enjoy you. I love to be with you. JLO concludes, the first message soothes the mind. The second touches the heart. When I googled the rainbow connection and meaning, I found that oh, people have really given the song a lot of thought. The rainbow connection could be a metaphor for the hero's journey. It could be referencing the sirens of Greek mythology. It could even be an ode to a sun deity. I think it's a teaching about having faith in yourself, which is step number two. It teaches us to follow our own dreams and become who we were meant to be. Now, this is a big concept, and it's a refrain I think we've all heard before from self-help books and from sermons. The rainbow is our destiny, the voice that calls to us again and again. It may seem fleeting, it may seem impossible, and we suspect that it's probably magic, 
but we know it's something we're supposed to be. At the beginning of the 1979 Muppet movie, we see Kermit sitting in his swamp, playing the banjo, and singing the Rainbow Connection for the first time. A guy in a boat rows up to him and introduces himself as a Hollywood agent. He tells Kermit about an open audition for frogs seeking to be rich and famous. Kermit sits and thinks. By living his dream, he can make millions of people happy. Over the years, many people have said that Kermit was really an alter ego for his creator, Jim Henson. In this scene, it's really striking. Jim wanted to make a difference, says Jerry Jewell, head writer for the Muppets and Fraggle Rock for over 40 years. He continues, Jim was brave enough to be able to say, I want to do a show that brings peace to the world and I want us to sit down and talk about it. He knew that television shows do not bring peace to the world, but he wasn't so cynical as to say, we can't talk about it. Jerry concludes, there was a kind of idealism there that could seem naive and childish, but that doesn't mean it couldn't come true. Children naturally live in the realm of fantasy and imagination. They conjure up amazing play worlds and they dream with wild abandon. As we get older, many of us have learned to censor our ideas, even to ourselves. We're afraid to be made fun of, we're afraid to fail. Jim Henson is an inspiration to me to dream wild dreams. I say to myself, this thing you're trying to do may be impossible, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do everything you can to try to succeed. I think of that famous quote that's attributed to motivational speaker Les Brown, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. Jim Henson's television shows haven't brought about world peace, but his creations have enriched the lives of millions of people around the planet, giving three generations the gift of laughter, playfulness, and hope. He landed among the stars. Let's go back to the Muppet movie. Gonzo is swept up into the air by a bunch of errant helium balloons and he falls in love with the sky. He comes back down to earth with a bang, but he knows he's caught a glimpse of his destiny. Now, if you want to find out why the sky is his destiny, you're going to have to watch the Muppets from space. I'm not telling. Never mind that he makes a nice living as a plumber. Never mind that he doesn't have wings. He's going to go back there someday. In a song that always makes me cry, he says, come and go with me. It's more fun to share. And this leads me to step three in the Muppet Healthy Spiritual Community recipe. On the surface, the Muppet movie is a story about how Kermit tried to get to Hollywood to follow his dream. But one by one, we're introduced to a host of other Muppets who each have their own dream 
Fozzie's dream is to become a comedian. Dr. Teeth and his bandmates want to open up a coffee house with real good music and organic refreshments. Big Bird is heading to New York City to break into public television. Gonzo's dream is to go to Bombay, India and become a movie star. The big bad guy in this movie is Doc Hopper, a business tycoon with a dream of his own to open up a chain of a thousand French fried frog legs restaurants. And he wants Kermit to be his spokesperson. Doc Hopper is willing to do anything, even kill Kermit and have him do the commercial stuffed, anything to get more money and power. At the climax of the movie, there's a showdown. Kermit stares down Doc Hopper and looking down the barrel of a dozen rifles says, yeah, well, I've got a dream too, but it's about singing and dancing and making people happy. And that's the kind of dream that gets better the more people you share it with. This is the third step. Have faith in each other. Dreams get better the more people you share it with. This spring, I submitted a candle card here that announced that I'd been accepted to Andover Newton Theological School and had decided to transfer out of rabbinical school. The decision to change my path was a tumultuous one, and I spent a lot of this spring wondering how all of the pieces were going to come together. I lit this candle as a personal milestone marker, a way of telling myself that I had moved closer to my dream. Even though I thought I was lighting this candle just for myself, a dozen of you came up to pat me on the back, to encourage me and to wish me luck and to ask me about my vision. I was humbled, but I felt really supported and seen. Not only did it give me a huge burst of energy on that Sunday, but in the moments this summer when I felt nervous or unsure of myself, like when I look at the syllabus and the 27 books I'm supposed to buy and read between now and the end of the semester, I think back to how deeply and strongly you all have believed in me. And it helps me to believe in myself. How many of you have ever been afraid to share something you're excited about with others for fear that you'll seem narcissistic? How many of you have ever been afraid to ask for support for fear of seeming selfish. I spoke to Reverend Rebecca Froome, our former intern minister after that service where I lit the candle. Rebecca assured me that it's not, sharing news and dreams with a congregation isn't narcissism, it's building a community. The congregation really wants to celebrate with us and encourage us on our way. Likewise, when you ask for support, you're contributing to someone by giving them the opportunity to contribute to you and to your dream. We all long for that. We all want to believe in each other. I invite us to light more candles of sorrow and joy. I invite us to share our hopes and our dreams with each other. I invite us to come up to folks after their candle has been read and tell them, I'm on your side. I believe in you. 
I invite us to really get to know someone at coffee hour by asking them about what makes them come alive. I invite us to ask each other, if nothing were in the way, what visions, dreams, and goals would you pursue? Tell us your dreams. They get better the more people they're shared with. Here and now, this is my wish for our spiritual community. Step one, play with each other. May we be wacky, wild, whimsical, and welcoming. Step two, have faith in ourselves. When you start to say to yourself, are you sure? Won't that seem too silly? Remind yourself that you know the answer to this one. May we listen to that voice inside of each of us, even if it's telling us something we think is impossible. Step three, have faith in each other. May we share our dreams, support each other, and celebrate with each other. This sermon is called the Gospel of Kermit, and gospel means good news. The good news is that you're already doing this. Keep it up. <laughs>